3: Tangerines are
0: whores. All right, welcome to another episode of Brews, Booze and Reviews, a childish podcast about adult beverages. I'm your host, Knox, and with me on this intro before this episode is Big Ern.
3: I'm here. I was, really was really quiet <laughs> for a couple seconds of the podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, we, um, this episode is basically, it's called History with Marcus Krieger. It's, but it's spelled Kruger, like almost it, Freddy Krueger. Kroger, Krieger.
3: It was Krieger, okay. Because yeah. I have, oh, I do. I put the long line above the e, so it is, so it looks like Krieger. Yes, yep. yep. At <laughs> first, I thought it was an O. Yep. But I can't even read my own writing from almost a year ago.
0: Yeah. So the thing about this episode, I've been wanting to schedule this one for about a year and a half. Before we recorded it. Uh, what date we recorded? Did it say
3: uh, February twenty seventh of
0: twenty twenty two?
3: So yeah, not quite a year.
0: Not quite a year old. Um, when what ended up happening was. I was trying to do another microphone off, uh, outside of our studio area. And while trying to mute that or, or stop that microphone from recording, I somehow deleted the first half hour of the show. Oopsie daisy. Yep. So in this episode is going to be me, Big Earn, Chris, uh, Marcus Krieger himself. Uh, Don Kenna is in this one as well. Don Kenna. Yeah. And then we got John and Maren Jorgensen from, um. Fargo Underground and whatnot, their website. And in this episode, I'm pretty sure the first half hour was, he was explaining what, you know, some of the things about prohibition and whatnot. And we missed the first drink, which was the Corpse Reviver. We wanted to to go through that with, because of the gin, right?
3: Um, the Corpse Reviver one is, uh, cognac, uh, one part cognac, uh, half a part apple brandy, And, um, half Italian sweet vermouth. All right. That's what I have written down. Okay.
0: And and what was the Corpse Survivor 2?
3: Um, London dried gin, uh, lemon juice, um, Cuvassier? Something like that. And then the glass, uh, ring, uh, ringed in absinthe. Ringed. Rimmed. Rimmed. (laughs) You I, was, said, I was probably, I was probably, <laughs> drunk. I was probably drunk already by this time. <laughs> so we um, missed
0: those two beverages, but we, when we pick up the episode, it picks up kind of right towards the tail end when we're talking about the Corpse Reviver 2. I think it was after we did the numbers and the ratings. What was the ratings on those two beverages?
3: Uh, so the Reviver 1, you gave it a 3.75. And that's
0: the one with the brandy?
3: Uh, yep. Cognac, apple brandy, um, sweet vermouth.
0: Yeah. And then the number two, Corpse Reviver 2. That one had the gin, gin linen, dry lemon dry gin juice. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then the absinthe.
3: Yep. So the average for the Corpse Reviver one was 2.875. And then the average for the Corpse Reviver two was
0: 3.916. So that one was a far, far better choice.
3: Yeah. Yep. Uh, like you gave the first one a 375, you gave the second one a four. So you thought they were pretty close. I gave the Reviver one a two and the second one a four. So I like the second one quite a bit better.
0: Excellent. Excellent. So. Some of the other uh, drinks that we're going to pick up on, We're uh, this the next one that we're going to listen to live is the spiked malt. And then next we're going to try a malt extract homebrew, a strawberry lemon honey wheat kettle sour by John Anderson, which is why we added him on the episode. He is a homebrewer um, and a part of the homebrewers companions and we sponsor them or they sponsor us or vice versa. So if you're into home brewing, check them out. And also Jacob Kluber's in this episode. I'm not sure if I mentioned that as well. He's he was part of the peanut gallery back there. We also had Marcus or Marcus's homebrew cider. We also got to taste Four E Winery's plum wine, uh, Marcus Krieger's rhubarb jack, and then lastly Minnesota Thirteen whiskey. So we're missing the gin slash brandy drinks.
3: Yeah, I think uh we first saw. Marcus out at Junkyard, correct? Yeah. And I think he's actually back doing those history lessons again. I thought I saw something on Facebook where he was, was, or is going to be out there, um, doing his thing, talking about the history of like when we were out there, it was the prohibition area and how much shit happened through Moorhead back in the day on like rum running and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I thought it was very interesting, which is obviously why we you
0: know, one of my names
3: on the episode. And, yeah, and, he's and been... unfortunately shit happens in life, but you know, Knox one or two out of 200 and whatever episodes is, is yeah.
0: 213, yeah, 213, Yeah. 213. So That's not yeah. too bad. Well, I didn't do all of them. Maddie did, the, did the, first the first few. I'm not sure how many, but I forget. Yeah. It's been such a long time, but, um, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy our second to last scheduled episode on Marcus Krieger, History with Marcus Krieger, and uh, pick up where we are now. Thank you. Cheers.
4: Two is not the shit. <laughs> Two tasted like, no offense, hot garbage to me. Uh, I like lemon, right, which is a departure from everything I've ever believed when I was younger. Uh, that being said, the black licorice is a huge turnoff. When I first put that to my nose and I sniffed it in, I, I don't want to say almost vomited, but it brought me back to my childhood where you'd leave a, a package of black licorice in the hot sun and then you get in the car and then it on reeks purpose. of blood by accident or on purpose, if you're my mother, uh, and you, uh, and then the car just reeks of it. Right. That being said, number one, I gotta, I gotta say, you pour it over some ice, like you said, I, I drink that all day, all day. So, uh, I'll start with number one, the darker
1: one. I did like that one. That's like a, that's like a cold, dark night drink. I wouldn't drink that in the morning. Like the cold, bitter middle of winter, and it's dark out. Like another time when you might. Car broke down you're yeah, bacon. yeah, <laughs> your car broke down. You're pissed off. You go home. You need a drink. I could drink a tall one of those. Okay, gotcha. Uh, number two, I liked a lot. That I've recently become a like a pretty decent gin guy, and so number two, I like. I could drink that any day, all the time.
0: I gotta learn how to run this thing. I did it again. Anyways, uh, moving on to. Uh, it was nice to have that meditation time, though. <laughs>
3: right? Yeah. yeah just uh, really had a chance I got to a quick nap in. Think about that black licorice smell in my car.
0: <laughs> moving on in to coop, uh, in my coop
5: in your coop. All right, that's all my coop all right moving
0: on to the spike malt part here. <laughs> okay. So when we take uh, uh Marcus, so they used to take na or non-alcoholic uh, malt beer, malted beer made from with zero alcohol, that's and then correct. just add. Whatever vodka you could to it, right? Is that so, what the deal is?
6: Yeah. Okay. So the most um, popular cocktail of prohibition around here was was spiked malt, and um, and uh, around here we called it North Dakota champagne.
4: Because <laughs> uh, nah, like we
6: Because <laughs> so, we're fancy. Drink it with our uh, pinkies up. So I'll I'll just read this. I'll I'll read the recipe from uh, Richard Bostwick. He's a Fargo cabbie, a graveyard shift Fargo cabbie in the 1920s. He said, the most popular drink at the time was spiked malt. The malt was a non-alcoholic beverage known in some parts of the country as near beer. The most popular brand was City Club. That's out of St. Paul. Mm. Uh, you would take a quart bottle of this malt, fill the part of the neck that was empty with alcohol, hold your thumb over the opening and turn it upside down a time or two in order to mix it thoroughly. <laughs> this gave you quite a potent drink. So the way that uh, th- some <laughs> So breweries... it's a neck pour. <laughs> so you're going to pour into this and then put your hand over it and tip no, it upside no, down? <laughs> <no>. <laughs> some breweries were able to, um, survive prohibition by dr- making non-alcoholic beer, which they called malt back then. And so I am taking some Budweiser Zero, uh, and this is this is like the par- the what was it, the the passenger pigeon of cocktails. It was the it was the you know the passenger <laughs> pigeon It used to be the the, the 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 flocks of them would darken the sky because there's so many passenger passenger pigeons, but then they just went extinct because this is an extinct cocktail because um well because once what you're doing is you're taking All right, we're not be drinking that much put, of this stuff uh, oh yeah you're right well, there's
2: not right. like the right ratio
3: there's 17 people here
6: yeah uh oh hey i need the uh, uh v- oh there's the vodka there i had, had it for you i was ready so oh, thank you so yeah as soon as we started putting alcohol back in beer nobody ever made this cocktail again so i've actually never had this
2: we did this in college but it wasn't na beer you just put vodka in regular beer yeah it was a fun time <laughs> we, wow. usually before the football games right on now Saturdays.
0: it's uh, right now it's a liter of beer with uh, maybe four ounces of shot of vodka yeah New, vodka. Vodka.
6: New Amsterdam vodka. vodka and so this is yeah the the most popular cocktail of prohibition was um what do you drink and put al- put vodka in it um in, well, that makes sense. Orange yeah, juice. It's the same as the most popular drink of, or um, well, the college, right? You know, if you're a if you're a college freshman, you, you are living under prohibition laws. So,
1: <laughs> which what are learned. you drinking? With uh, vodka in it. Using um, we we once had zero to mix anything with either. We just had like four dollar vodka. And uh, so, but we had icies, you know, little freeze pops. Oh yeah. So we put those into a pitcher and I then poured vodka. Story. Awful, awful. None of the flavors from the popsicles no. came through. It was just colder vodka.
0: Colder vodka. Yeah, it was, it was awful. So what's what's that
3: called when you have oh. like, isn't it a, a beer and then you have a shot glass with like root beer slabs in it, and it's then like you beer. drop it in the beer and then you drink the whole thing? Oh. oh. Mm-hmm. Anybody? Oh, R- uh, uh, barrel root beer uh, yeah, yeah. barrel.
2: They also called them. Uh,
3: that was with beer, right? Uh, and yeah. And then root beer schnapps and drop the whole shot glass and everything, and then you drink the whole thing in. Okay.
5: It's just a boiler makers. Eagle. Boiler maker is the word you're so, looking for. Wrong.
0: All right. So this beer is just a, a non alcoholic Budweiser with some Amsterdam vodka in it. What do you guys get out of this one? Does that smell like a Budweiser or taste like a Budweiser after you just add vodka or does it taste horrendous? It smells like it's actually, zero. Like it's the carbonation.
3: Like out of it. Oh, it tastes it like champagne like socks. of North Dakota. <laughs> yeah, don't <laughs> you
0: know? It smells like socks, and uh, I think we didn't have enough vodka in this because it still tastes flat and kind of disgusting.
1: What you thought it would be less flat with vodka? Hmm. It's
0: I whatever. <laughs> I still didn't like it, it.
2: I don't like it. I still get the sweet of Budweiser. Yep. In yeah. It. And it's there's no alcohol whatsoever in the flavor. Mm-hmm. I feel like... uh Although you it's could really add more v- if you wanted yeah. to. <laughs> I feel, I feel like this is a very low alcohol
1: drink. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, what, four shot, four shots of vodka and two and a half cans of beer? Yeah. I feel like I can do better.
6: Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, add more. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm Maybe
5: start with the vodka and slowly add a little bit of beer to it. <laughs> now you're making sense for See?
3: hydration purposes. That's what I'm saying. Um Maybe at the end there you get a little bit of mm. some
5: sort of aftertaste of hmm. well, No, it's still something. It's not bad. I mean, it's not like awful, awful. It, it tastes just kind of like, it tastes yeah. like that beer you popped early in the afternoon, went and mowed the lawn, and then <laughs> remembered you had an open can of beer somewhere. Say oh, Budweiser. Oh, it. Budweiser. I'll drink it Budweiser. You know, it tastes like Budweiser. <laughs> <That's what they're laughs> say, yeah. Like, like yeah, a really old Heineken. For it. Yeah. Now, here's a question. Would we have had uh, homemade potato vodka in this area? Oh, that's a great Pacin? question. Where,
6: where is it? Um, where's our alcohol coming from? So there were people who were making alcohol, uh, you know, moonshiners around here, but most, um, most of the alcohol coming into here was, um, industrial alcohol coming from factories out East, uh, on Weird. coming in on the train. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So we, you know, stuff. we, we do more than drink alcohol, right? It's a, yep. um, you know, it's a. It's a, it's a solvent. It's a cleaner. Um, and so we, we the, the, the government didn't want people to, you know, stop cleaning their paintbrushes. They just wanted people to stop drinking alcohol. Stop drinking your paintbrush cleaner.
0: <laughs> right.
5: So <laughs> one they, for the paintbrush, one for me. They let, right? uh, they
6: let uh, some factories continue to make alcohol as long as they denatured it. And what mm. that means is you put poison into right. it. So if people drink it, they die. Um, oh that
3: sounds uh-huh. yeah.
6: Well we still do it today because we don't I don't want to clean my paintbrushes out. We have denatured alcohol, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um so so gangsters would buy this industrial poisoned alcohol up by the literal truckload, train load, and then they would have their chemists on on payroll chemically take the take the poison out of it, hopefully if you trust your gangster um
5: <laughs> yeah. and i do
6: and they send it down the and if you can who line. can you trust right, right. <laughs> send it down <laughs> the line um uh the 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 biggest, and, and then it then just comes on the train it, so it, one example march 1933 at the uh, great northern railroad depot in fargo Moving vans full of 50 gallon drums that are labeled roofing compound are (laughs) taken away in three moving trucks. Do you think it's actually roofing compound? (laughs) I'm going to go with no. It is not. Ah, that's Ah. Uh, crazy. No 50% chance there. So the police seized in that raid 2,350 gallons, which is equal to 11,861 of those.
5: 750-milliliter bottles Jesus Christ. of vodka. Jesus Christ. No, we didn't even have that many roofs in Fargo. <laughs> <laughs> We're expanding.
3: Yeah. 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 Well, so, start, I got to go down to Ace Hardware and get some more uh, roofing compounds. Well,
0: I'll start this one off. The spiked mall. I'll give like a 1.0 for like, you know, good effort. Yeah, I don't even know And what, something to get uh, drunk off of. When I don't, you don't know have how you even
5: rate that. It, it, yeah. Hand I, it back over. I'm going to have some more of our... Uh, so Where that North Dakota champagne, oh, yeah, right there. This is delicious. I don't know what's wrong with you people. <laughs> it, 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 you're it just kind of tastes. Mind. It just kind of tastes like uh,
3: beer, kind of. Uh, yep. So we rate it. So I don't know if we've ever actually had the Budweiser
1: Zero, but that's not so bad for
3: not alcoholic beer. You
2: put in?
1: alcohol in it, so how can you even say that it's not? That
2: well, it's a different it, process to have alcohol Budweiser and non-alcohol Budweiser. You have an extra step in there to remove you're the an alcohol. Extra step. I am an extra step. I'm extra special. Some
5: people like do-it-yourself kits, though. So but, you know <laughs> that DIY crowd. This might be for them.
0: There we go. <laughs> yeah. So for rating,
1: uh, next on HGTV,
0: two point five. Chris, what do you got?
2: Uh, it's.
1: Uh, yeah. Are we going on a beer scale sure. or liquor scale? Beer scale. Okay, then it's it's just average. It's a three.
2: Okay, uh, Don. Um, it's delicious, but it's not great. Uh, two point five. All right, John. Yeah. I'm in that
5: same range like two point seven five. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. I I like non-alcoholic
6: beers. I've I've really come to like non-alcoholic beers, and this tastes just like a non-alcoholic beer, so I'm gonna say three point five.
1: But it's also how alcohol in it. It's yeah. not non-alcoholic. It. It's got am, New Amsterdam disguise. vodka.
6: <laughs> it tastes just like a Bud Zero. Yeah,
5: it does. It's so <laughs> weird.
0: All right, <laughs> now so that's what they used to do when people who didn't know how to brew beer brewed beer. But we have a gentleman here, John Anderson, uh, who actually brewed homebrewed a beer using what you said was a malt extract, right? right. So, John, tell us about this beer.
4: Uh, how did you brew it? What is it? Uh, it's uh, going to sound complicated. It's...
0: <laughs> well, dumb it down for us dummies you, then, okay? You already
4: lost me. Well, it's, uh, uh, there's a lot to it. Um, it is a yep. strawberry lemonade honey wheat sour. Um, wow. So I used as a, as a base, I just used uh, six pounds of, uh, of wheat malt and i i soured it i kettle soured it and then when i was done kettle souring it i tossed it back on the boil and let it do that for 60 minutes pulled it off and put it into primary fermentation let it bubble and make the booze then i uh then i uh i flavored it with a little bit of uh, a little bit strawberry lemonade um syrup if you want to Gotcha. call it call it that okay and uh, I flavored it to what I thought my because I because I made this for my my sister, who was pregnant at the time, uh. um, huh. <laughs>
0: this... something she can safely drink while drink pregnant. Right. Exactly,
4: <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: um, no, not so much. No. And uh, no, when she gets done being pregnant. Well, yes. oh, exactly. I mean, uh-huh. she's
4: she's, uh-huh. Sure. But she's done being pregnant. I mean, when she has the baby. has been for a little yes. while. Uh, okay. So I made it for her and uh, for my brother-in-law, and that's what they wanted. So that's what I made. And I'm done uh, being pregnant.
5: <laughs> 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 I think every pregnant woman in the world at one time has said, "I'm done being pregnant." Like, no, nope,
2: sorry, me. you got three more months. <laughs> Damn it! No, I'm done. I feel like this is the one that got her pregnant.
0: So, <laughs> so which uh, which of the malt extract did you use? What did you use? The wheat? Was that the extract version? Of
4: the- yep, yep. It okay. was a, it was a wheat malt extract. Came in liquid form, and I just dumped it on in and and let her buck.
0: <laughs> well, I got to say, the smell on this is. Oh, awesome man. I strawberry lemonade sour yep. beer. That's to a T. This I is definitely a get
2: strawberry right here, strawberry on the aroma. Yeah, on your on your souring, what did you use to sour?
4: Uh, it Yogurt? was uh, no, it was a Omega Labs um lactobacillus.
2: Oh, you did use the actual I, lactobacillus? I did use lactobacillus.
4: Okay. I let it sit for um, it mm-hmm. said don't let it sit for any, any more than 72 hours, mm-hmm. and I let it sit for just over that because I don't have um. I don't have like a, a, pH a watch. I was just going to say your pH. Your, your pH was
2: was what was doing clock. it. And did you maintain um, warmish temperatures yep. with it?
4: Yep, yep. I uh, uh, I have my my brew cave, or as my li- wife likes to call it, uh, the utility room.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, and,
4: relate. Uh, I I toss it in there, and I just it, it maintains about 72, 74 degrees, give or take, because our boiler's in there too. Um, and I just let it sit for seventy two hours, and I tried it, and it didn't quite taste about right because like i said i didn't have that ph meter to to tell me how sour i wanted it to be Mm -hmm. you know based on science science (laughs) science. so um so instead i i just kind of did it by taste and i'm not a huge fan of sours um so i just had my wife taste it and she told me when it tasted okay and there we go there it is so
6: so what does this have to do with prohibition
4: um the fact
6: that he used a malt extract. Malt, malt extracts were legal. This is like the, um, you know, if anybody's... Any home brewers, the first beer that they make is probably from a can of malt extract rather than- like
0: Mr. Beer. Whole mm-hmm. grains. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
6: Right. So, so that what people, were, some breweries, like you could get Pad Blue Ribbon malt extract in this town um, during Prohibition. Um, wow. And it is the, this is the uh, Prohibition equivalent of how, um, of, of people smoking, uh, buying glass bongs and- um, uh for to tobacco, tobacco to use. Only. By, yeah. Yeah, Everybody tobacco. knows what you're using this for. This is not alcoholic, so it is legal to sell, and you're you're making you're gonna make it alcoholic, but you could also, you know, theoretically, you know cook make, with it. Cook it's cook with yeah, make yeah. cookies or I don't know what. I don't, well, I don't I mean, know what you the could same, theoretically it's, do, a, it's the same
2: stuff that goes into malt ice cream <laughs> yeah, and sure. and malt uh malt pancakes, um there you waffles. Go. You you had this- Malt this,
0: powder mix for like malted shakes yeah, and stuff absolutely. like that. Yeah, absolutely. Milk
2: was, balls? Absolutely, yep. malted, malted milk balls. All of this Whoa, was the, the exact same. Was the only other malted and thing I could think of. Right. If, if the story is true, and if, if you can confirm this, there was a warning on the side of these malt packages mm-hmm. that says, do not put this into five gallons of water and definitely do not <laughs> put yeast <laughs> to it. Okay. That will, it will create out. an illegal substance. Right. So that you cannot have. Do not <laughs> do measure this out things. exactly.
5: Gave you the direction. It, yeah, a direction <laughs> not directions. How not can, to use our product. <laughs> I can I can
2: confirm
6: that, but that that's with uh, Wine Bricks. So oh, the, it was uh, the Wine Bricks. Wine okay. Bricks, but it's the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. It's the exact same <laughs> thing. It's fine. Wine Bricks uh, you give do. you direction on how to make alcoholic wine. <laughs> yep.
5: in, step in by step, love do it. Yep. Yeah. That's, yeah. but, love
1: it. Love it.
0: But hey, I got to say this, this... Would you say what the flavors were? The strawberry?
4: Strawberry, lemonade, honey, wheat, sour.
0: I could taste all of that shit. The I honey really is like literally this in man. There
4: just to give it a little more body. Mm. That's it. I you should know. say that ain't nobody well, that's
1: drinking why anything
6: I... like that in nineteen. I was going to say <laughs> I don't think this is very prohibition no. style, but it's, I will rate this nobody beer made a similar anything way. like that 5 years
2: ago.
3: As a home <laughs> homebrew 6
0: uh, out of 6, uh, I, I will... would give this a 5.5. <laughs>
2: I say, I'll beg to differ with you. I've had a lot of homebrew over the years. That's very much so just whatever you can throw in and (laughs) figure it out. Just not the sour part. That, that was interesting. I like that.
3: Yeah. I liked it too. It's got good body, good carbonation. Definitely get that strawberry lemonade off that. I don't know if I get a whole lot of honey, but I like honey, so I always look for it. So when I hear honey, I'm like, oh yeah, it's got to notice it. Anyways, but this is really enjoyable. I'd give it a five
2: as well. Got gotcha, you, Chris? Exactly. 5. Yep.
0: How about you, Don?
2: 5. I love it. It's great. I'll give it a 5.
0: Okay. John. I got
2: I got the honey for sure,
5: and I was worried about the strawberry cuz sometimes strawberry can taste fake strawberry to me. Like, yeah, like strawberry, s- strawberry sodas quick, or yeah. just don't taste it, but yeah, I'll definitely give this like a 4.5 easy. How about you, Marcus? Uh, I'm not a big fan
6: of sour so I'll give it a 4.5.
0: All right. But it's still for an good. Average average, big guy.
3: So the average for the homebrew malt extract beer called Cargo Shorts and Cardboard Forts, by the way, is 4.916666. So All right. there right.
0: And again. the last one before we take our break is going to be a yeah. homemade cider by Marcus Kruger. What is this one there, Marcus? Okay. The
6: reason that I brought this is because there was a loophole in prohibition laws that allowed for uh, fruit wines to be legal to manufacture um, the reason was, is because, um, well, this was still an era where poor people starved, you know? And so if you got, a, uh, farmers would always grow, if they had an apple tree on your, uh, on your farm, you can't eat all the apples, right? You right. got to preserve it in some way, right? So, you know, if anybody's ever had an apple tree in your yard, you, you got to, um. You can't make that much pie, you know. So, so, so I mean, just, you can
0: to sell them in like a bake sale, but Jesus Christ, really? Yeah. So,
6: so uh, fermentation is a form is is a form of of, of preserving food. So, uh, in, in order to ke- keep those nutrients able to be eaten, you know the the the, the temperance folks had to make an exception when they're making these laws. So the farmers don't fight them and say, okay, if it's a fruit wine, you can still make your fruit wine. Um, and so apples are a fruit, um, grapes are a fruit you know, so it actually, that, that, that actually let there be, um, fruit, you know, you could legally make wine, uh, as long, but so it was the, the 18th amendment said you can, you cannot manufacture, move or sell intoxicating beverages. So there was an, there was a, uh.
0: Loophole in the making of it, right?
6: Right. Loophole in the making of it. So I'm, uh, so while, as we're drinking this, I'm going to ask you, are we, are we breaking any laws? I feel like you are.
0: You are by bringing it here to the podcast studio, but I think if we were to have this at your place, you wouldn't
6: Uh, Did you make this? I made this. Yep. In your house? In my house. Are we
2: making, are we talking about modern laws or prohibition laws? Prohibition laws. Yeah, you're fucked.
6: Yep. <laughs> yeah, but if we were doing this podcast at my house, we could all legally be doing this. Mm-hmm. But because I, but you guys aren't doing anything wrong because drinking it is not illegal. Oh, yep. good.
0: I was so worried there for a second. I was yeah, going, we're oh, not going to oh. get arrested. Again. We're enjoying ourselves. This is really good though. <clears throat> I really like this. Uh, what apples did you use? How'd you make the cider?
6: Uh, well, me and my friend Derek Olson, I'll give a shout out to him. I've been, uh, um, making cider for like 15 years now. Um, and even before you could buy it in town, I just had a friend who had an apple tree and I'm like, Hey, I, I saw a book at Tochi's that
4: we can turn this into booze. <laughs> I bought a lot of books at Tochi's.
6: <laughs> <laughs> and so then uh, a couple of years ago, my friend Dustin DeTar started joining us. So now it actually tastes good. So.
0: I know Dustin from such bands as Kluge and Necktie Suicide yeah. and Brutaler, yes.
6: And Homebrewing Club, a Prairie Homebrew. Prairie Homebrewers Companions. The brewer at Junkyard
0: now, too. Guy's stepping up his game, man. Mm-hmm.
2: This is, um, I'm so you, not a big cider guy, um, but this as a homebrew is real, real smooth. And, and I don't know what you did to take that, that homebrew twang out of it, but it's it this is a very good still a little bit of homebrew little, little bit yeah, but not a lot. Oh yeah yeah.
1: There's there's fruit and armpit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I I agree. I yeah right there with you.
0: Yeah is Chris ain't gonna sit here and say fuck this is great when it's not so well
1: I'm just not a cider guy, but no. there is a, a funkiness to it. I mean I think look. I, Rula... I think we all know um ciders have that. You know? Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, you Wild Terra's got that nice experimental cider thing, and they've been doing this for a long time, so they know they, they can dial it in. Where, where you know this is like maybe your maybe your third or fourth batch, whatever, or maybe you're even your fifteenth. Like fifteenth, okay. Yeah. God,
6: I don't like you guys
0: anymore. Well, it's not quite. It's not quite Wild Terra level because they've no, had, they've done it. They do it all the time for so long. No, I, but no, it I'm, does I'm, have that good, nice, earthy wild fermentation twang to it. Uh-huh. Uh, it's it's nice and dry. But not too yeah, dry. Yeah, it's got that. Yeah,
3: dry ciderness at the end. Mm-hmm.
1: But you get that apple at the forefront. It's a uh, ten than I uh, anticipated as well. Yeah, it's not a Which, fucking uh, mass produced fir- angry orchard My or first, shit. my right. first uh, taste of it, I was thinking it's going to be sweeter mm-hmm. than it isn't. But its but it has got that real sharp tartness, and it it made my face make weird uh, faces. Oh, made my face distort. I thought you were having uh, a stroke. Yeah, well, see, but the the first, the more you throw in your mouth, you know, it, it picks up pretty nice. Um, the first
6: time I ever had hard cider was was what I made, and I'm like, I don't know this, is supposed to taste right. And then after a while, like woodchuck started coming into town, and it's like this doesn't taste anything like that, you know, because because we just like the ingredients are apples. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: but they're yeah. like yeah, homegrown I'll apples and not pounds of sugar. How could you do that? As far as like never trying one and wanting to make a cider, but you've never had a cider before. yeah. I mean, what, what came through your head that was just like, I'm going to make cider?
6: At Tochi Products, there was a book that said I could, I could turn my friend's apple tree into something that will, that will, Catch me a buzz, so <laughs>
1: that gave him that
6: boost of
3: confidence oh, nice. he needed. Yeah. 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 Was well, that like how to make cider for idiots or something? Yeah. Look like that? It's like it's like, 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 like making all the books book, I have at it, home. It, how to it's for dummies. program your VCR for idiots. <laughs> it's, uh, for you know. <laughs> it's like a
6: hip it's Fargo's hippie hippie natural food store. So, so it was, was like
0: some
5: oh, yeah, great and good home home brewing. System. Also yeah. excellent sesame sticks.
0: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. all right, Who was just up. Let's go. anybody got a six? This would be out of uh, six, yeah. That's brewed carbonated beverage, brood, carbonated, yeah. Brood.
3: Um, four five zero. Okay, no four seven five. Four seven five, Chris. Yeah, I'll do a four
2: five on a cider. All right, Don. I don't like ciders. I like this four point two five.
5: All right, excellent, John. I'm going to go with a solid four point five. All right, Marcus, you don't uh, get to count. No, I'm going to what's a six. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we always
0: skip it's the fucking fe- perfect. <laughs> That's why we always skip the makers skip <laughs> the brewer. Uh, I, I will give this one. Um, you know, yeah, I'll give it a four seven five. It's really good. What apples did you use? I forgot to ask you. Um,
6: right? uh, some of the apples, just, just apples that we had access some to. Some from a, friend, a tree, uh, some
0: on a ground. Like honey oh, crab, fresh. Shut up. Anyways, uh, Marcus, go ahead.
6: Well, uh, some apples came from the Comstock house in Moorhead. Uh, oh, some what? of them came from uh, Josh Troutner's dad.
5: <laughs> um, just
6: friends so that specific, we know that- uh, not specific
0: fri- trees, just- the local
6: wildly grown trees. Yeah, random trees, lots gotcha. of random trees. I feel all like
5: right. I would have given it a better rating if I knew it came from Comstock House. Yes. You know. That would have been, <laughs> that would have influenced me to feel like, <laughs> mm-hmm. all right, history. Nice. Yeah. How we got for average, Bigger? The average for the uh,
3: homemade cider is 4.55.
0: Excellent. That brings us to our ad break. We'll be right back after messages for, uh, for Beast Lickers and Fargo Underground. Oh. bump 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 bum, bum. bum, bum, bum.
3: Big Earn here from Brews, Booze, and Reviews. want to give a shout-out to one of our sponsors, Bridgeview Liquors. Bridgeview is conveniently located in Moorhead, Minnesota at 935 37th Avenue South. They have an impressive selection of craft beers, wines, and all the boozes. They have a friendly and knowledgeable staff. In fact, uh, Bridgeview started their classes again on Saturdays. Go check out uh, Bridgeview on Facebook and click on their events tab for all the classes they have and all the classes that they have coming up. For only 25 bucks, you can attend these classes, and you get a sample of some really good stuff. The guys and I actually went to one of the rum classes, and it was a great experience. So for all the info on Bridgeview, including their hours of operation, check them out on Facebook. And when you do check out, mention Brews, Booze, and Reviews, and you get 10% off your purchase. Thank you, listeners, and thank you, Bridgeview. Cheers.
0: Today's food for the podcast is brought to you by Deeks Pizza. Deeks! Great pizza that won't empty your pockets. Open from 11 a.m. to 3 a.m. in Grand Forks, Fargo, and West Fargo, Deeks Pizza serves customers with dough made fresh daily, quality ingredients, and 100% real Wisconsin cheese. Available for pickup or delivery, Deeks Pizza has you covered when that craving hits. For your next pizza fix, you can either go online to DeeksPizza.com, that's D E E K S P I Z Z A.com. You can download the Deeks Pizza app, or you can call 701 772 3335 in Grand Forks, or 701 235 0708 in Fargo or West Fargo.
1: good whiskey. Anyway, this is Chris with Bruce Booze, and Reviews, and we want to thank our sponsors at FargoUnderground.com. They're independent voices who want to promote fine dining, great bars, live music venues in Fargo-Moorhead. The downtown district has an eclectic mix of shopping, entertainment, and great places to work and live. And if you don't believe me, just go fucking check it out. Anyway, FargoUnderground.com also features an events tab, so you can figure out Anything you want to do, whether it's karaoke or hear somebody better sing and hear some live music. And they also have, you know, trivia at the Troll Lounge and other places as well. So check them out, FargoUnderground.com.
0: In the hall. Dun, 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 bam, 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 bam and that was was like the... I haven't put any like stingers in there like between episodes for like a long fucking time because I'm like you know what people don't really want to hear that shit. The dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Yeah, dun, like because yeah, I think I I it was it, all time. it was a 16 second like in between segment episode that I would do before the advertising It's like, nah, <laughs> just throw the goddamn episode, just throw the advertisement on there. Fuck it. I'm glad I did because it yeah. makes more sense. Now I do uh, a background music behind the advertisement. It's much more pleasant to listen to. As yeah! John would know because he approved them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> thank you, John. Hi. What did I do? You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> you're, doing a, you're doing a bang you're up job. You're doing a bang job. Up job. All
0: right. Oh, yeah. So we wanted to come in. Uh, thank you for listening to our ad breaks, guys. Uh, h- hitting it up again with Marcus Kr- Krieger. Krieger. Krieger.
5: Krieger. Damn it. Uh oh, I loved so, you. I loved you on, uh, on uh, Archer. Yeah, we already made <laughs> see, that one. Yeah,
0: The uh, only other cool. guy who knew what the fuck I was talking about we in the, knew the We knew you wasn't here. About. We knew what you were talking uh, about.
2: We just didn't like your uh, <laughs> delivery. Oh, I, uh, okay. I, did, I did not know who he was talking about. I've never right. seen Archer.
0: Oh, oh you got to see Archer. Uh, but back in the days of Prohibition, people used to make homemade alcoholic beverages, and we already talked about homemade beers, thanks to John Anderson. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, and now, and homemade cider with yours, right? And now there's homemade wines, right? So mm-hmm. there's homemade wines that were made, and most of them in this area are made with fruit, Mm-hmm. So this first beverages after this b- break is going to be from 4E Winery from Lisa and Greg. Are there non-fruit wines? Like, is there I a feel
1: steak like, wine?
0: Is rhubarb yeah. a wine?
1: Yeah, A fruit? Is
3: rhubarb I, I a fruit? I feel fruit? like rhubarb. Well, there's... Probably not a fruit, is it? There, there may be vegetable wines. It's a, it's a I was going to say, a tomato technically is a fruit now, right? Cause,
0: uh, yeah. yeah, it's a fruit. So it Don't get me started out on out that. that Bloody Mary's. No,
2: that makes
6: me so mad. <laughs> <annoying. laughs> <Right>. People <laughs> saying that strawberries aren't berries. I was like, yeah.
0: They're not. Seeds on the outside. I mean, this joke was lame when it started out. Ugh, Terrible. But uh, no, but seriously, the fruit wines are made specifically for this area. And uh, from Lisa and Greg themselves, they said this is made with homegrown, in the area locally made, plums. And they said that they actually included the skins. Now, these are not like these huge plums that you buy at the grocery store, right? That those are grown uh, further south. They're a lot bigger, got a lot more juice in them. These are locally grown plums, so a little bit more smaller. They're, their skin's going to be a lot more thicker, going to be a lot more tannic on this wine in particular. But they said this was all made locally here uh, in the Midwest at Poori e. Winery. What do you guys think?
1: There's diff- definitely a funk on this as well. Uh, like
0: wild fermentation?
2: Yeah. Oh, I can definitely get the plum though. There's a lot of plum.
0: I want to stick my thumb
2: in it. What a good boy you are.
0: (laughs) That's plum There's there's your dad joke. There's
3: There's your your dad
0: joke. joke. There you go. (laughs) It just (laughs) took an hour or two. Uh, John got the dad joke. Nice.
3: (laughs) Yeah. And we've had uh, a couple wines from 4E Hmm? Winery. Yes. Thanks to them for donating.
5: This Um, This is, we drink a lot of this on a yearly basis, Marn and I do. Yeah. Uh the plum wine in particular or, or just four E Plum and Four E in general. Uh, yeah. all of their fruit wines. Uh it's very good chilled sitting on the front porch on a sunny afternoon watching the world go by.
0: Gotcha. Just a suggestion. What's the <laughs> ABV on this one? Twelve point five percent. Gotcha. Okay. See, and I had I So this is meatish level.
2: Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not quite up to that wine level.
0: Well, the fortified wine yeah. levels, you know, that's a little bit tougher to reach, but.
2: But this, this, I had my first plum wine. I used to work at a Chinese restaurant as a waiter. And for some reason, plum wine is huge in Chinese restaurants. And this is right, right along with that. And really brings me back to a much simpler college days time. <laughs> Cause I was 19 and you could like pour a little extra in the, yeah. another glass and I feel like great. we
5: need some violin music behind you, right? now. Aw, thanks.
2: <laughs> Just to no, drown you out. No,
5: no, 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 no. <laughs> so it brings me good. back I've, to I've, a time when a, it
2: was a simple.
1: <laughs> it's a <laughs> this is like sugary sweet though. Uh, I didn't expect so much sweetness to come through and it dries out quite a bit. So when yeah, tannic. You get, you get some
3: yeah, you get some of those tannins at the end, but yeah, it is I like I like the sweetness though personally.
0: It lasts a long time. It's almost like it' yeah. Yep, I Chris, played it.
2: Chris, you smell, you're, you you sound so nice when you sing. <laughs> uh, I've been working impressed. on my impression.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, I heard the eye roll from way across the room. I almost <laughs>
1: fell out of my fucking chair. I know.
0: Chair. <laughs> I think this worked. I got whiplash from my eye roll. He hates that here He
3: got eyelash. All right.
0: Ugh. Oh, but
5: man. I like this. Uh, oh, is it? Is it up? That was a three is it, second. Oh, That was a three-second wow. delayed joke right there. It took me that long to go. What
0: does this almost got? Kind of like a weird spice to it, almost like a a, a gardeny, like peppery thing in it. I don't
5: I just, think so. Everybody else I, shaped. I kind of get that,
1: but I just no nope. called it the tannins. Kind of the
0: drying I think. Out it, oh, again. maybe. Yeah. I think it's okay.
1: plummy, sweet, then dry, and that's about it. That's. All I don't think there's a lot of nuance to it. It's just it's exactly what it says it is, and it delivers uh really well.
3: It's I good. think
1: uh on the bottle it says serve chilled. And
2: yeah, I think it's it would not, be a little bit better if we it did was, not. Yeah, yeah, we did yeah. not chill this. Yet. We don't. We can follow directions very well. It gives off a, a big um, alcohol nose on it. Um.
0: I do like this uh, as a fruit wine. I haven't had too many fruit wines, and this is I think. Pretty well done. It's got some good body to it. It's a good alcohol percentage. I mean, this I wouldn't mind sitting. I mean, especially chilled. You know, in front of a campfire or my infrared fake fire that I have upstairs that blows heat at me. (laughs) (laughs) That's a ringing endorsement. Whenever there was one. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, really. (laughs) So that's pretty good. Um, uh, you know, out of five, I would probably give this one. You know, good four, four out of five for a wine. How about you, Bigard?
1: Four to five. Yeah, I'll do a f- four. I'm not big on sweet wines. I that, like I cut. like real dark, like fucking end my end it, just end it all. Yeah,
0: like d- make dark. your tongue feel like sandpaper. I love those ones too. Yep, Don. Uh, I'm going with a four. It's pretty good. All right, John. I know what
5: and it takes like when it's properly chilled. Yeah. So we're probably going to give it a four point five.
0: Okay. 4.5. Martin, Martin said Martin to high 5. five. Yeah, she gave it a five. <laughs> Marvin said 5, perfectly scored. Yes. You guys get to try this? Nope.
1: Just stay over there and look nope. at it. <laughs> nope. No, no, it's fine. This <laughs> is this is looking wine, not drinking
0: wine. Off this is just in from
5: the signal core. <laughs> yeah. off, off, off this
0: mic. What do you got for for an average? For an average? Yeah. Uh
4: I, I like it. I would do I would, I'd
3: probably do four or
1: five myself. This Jacob. Good finish. I've never liked wine. I've tried every wine I possibly could.
0: Never liked wine. It's a little over average for me. I'd give it like a two, seven, five. Okay. That's from the peanut gallery. We'll see how much I, uh, increase that in our volume later on.
6: (laughs) And Marcus? 4.5. Thank you. But I think it's interesting. You said uh, that, uh, you, you don't often drink fruit wines. Well, grapes are fruits. (laughs) And that's,
1: yeah, so that's where it well all we fucking were like, started, you son of a bitch, Knox.
6: So, in, wow. during Prohibition, wow. because they had to do, oh, they, they had to make that exception for farmers being able to make their make their apple cider and and all and those home farm wines. They acts They had to reluctantly make homemade wine legal. So, uh, the Dilworth is a little town, railroad town, next to n- next to where we live, and it had a Italian community. It had a little Italy of railroad workers and the families of Little Italy would every year, they would pool their resources to buy a, uh, a box car full of grapes and they would then go to certain people's houses uh, that had the grape presses and then they would drink up last year's uh, wine while they were making this year's wine. I feel like that's the best way to do it. Mm. Yeah. And, Takes wine to
2: make wine. Yeah.
6: And as long as nobody, as long as it, you know, these people are going home with grape juice, right? It's not alcoholic. <laughs> they're traveling with grape juice. And if it becomes alcoholic on their property and they don't drink, they don't take it off their property, then they're not breaking any laws. Hmm. And this, this Dilworth's informal uh, uh, wine festival, I mean, it wasn't like you, you had to be a part of it to be a part of it. Uh, that lasted until the 1960s.
0: Mm. Oh, wow. That's fucking awesome. Yeah.
2: I didn't know there was a little Italy in Dilworth. (laughs)
0: Yeah. But they, so, but we can actually grow grapes here locally until like pretty fucking recently, right?
6: Yeah. Oh, well, the, uh, Tony Altabelli, I think that was the guy's name. He had, he had family in Chicago that could get him a good, he was a grocer in Dilworth. He had family that could give them a, give them a good price on grapes. And so that's where, so they went through him. Uh, Dan Debrito was another one of those Italian immigrant guys. He he made a deal with a grocer that whenever the fruit was going bad, then then he give it to Dan, and then Dan makes wine out of it, and they split it. Nice, nice. So, and and this is legal technically. That,
5: it's called conservation.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. Don't want the don't let the food spoil. Well, that's you know, right. give it away before it spoils ahead of their
5: time. Yeah. Take it all and turn it into
0: booze. Fuck yeah! All right, so this <laughs> next beverage we have is. Mr. Marcus Krieger's rhubarb jack. So, how is rhubarb jack
6: made? All right. Well, this is a jacking, and I'm sure there's going to be some jokes coming up here. I'm just.
1: Oh no! Well, I, <laughs>
5: well, I would, would never. Not a very very not mature, mature group here. Right Who would here?
1: make a jacking <laughs> reference? Not this guy. You're right. talking
5: about cars. Yeah, of soon. course. <laughs> can we? Just
1: I get... happen to work in the car industry myself. Not <laughs> a joke. That's just true. Yep. Can this can we lifts like a lot s- of cars? S-
6: yeah. That's way too much.
0: Can
2: we just get off on this topic?
0: Get <laughs> off. <No. laughs> This is like one
1: of these. This is like suck your dick sticky. (laughs)
4: Yeah.
1: Do you
6: remember appropriate ones? Okay, so so this is something that I made because I have a lot of rhubarb in my in my yard, and I make rhubarb wine because I don't know what else to do with it, and I hate rhubarb wine, so I make rhubarb jack, um, which is also gross, but there's less of it. Um, and, And so what a jacking is a way for people who live in cold climates like us to distill without distilling so uh you, what you do is you take your barrel of most most famous is applejack what you do is you take a barrel of cider put it outside on a day like any day last week when it's 20 below um water freezes at 32 degrees right yep ethyl alcohol freezes at i think like negative 140 something so in the morning, you you go to that barrel of cider or rhubarb, a um, rhubarb wine or whatever, and uh, oh, th- this is this is liquor by the way. You don't this isn't wine, so if you're filling your drink that much, um, you
5: underestimate what we. can Wait, do. what's the percentage on this
0: one? You think
6: no idea.
5: <laughs> 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 I'm not a chemist.
6: Yeah.
3: Plus
0: or minus. I'm just a
6: guy who lives in a cold climate. Something. So so yeah so the. Um, the, Thanks. well, it, it it should be brandy, Whoa. brandy strength. Well, what, what, um. It'll get you drunk off of a bit.
2: What <laughs> what proof. That is very scientific. What proof was the wine going in? No idea. <laughs> You're not helping me. I'm, I'm trying sorry. to do, I'm trying to do some quick math here on, on how much is there and. Well, why don't you taste it and water. just try and sure. do it with your
6: mouth. So yeah, so th- what wow. you do is you. In the morning, you throw the ice away. Everything that isn't ah. ice is so alcohol, it, it's, there's so much alcohol in there that it can't freeze. And so then that's what you put into your bottle and it's rhubarb jack or apple jack or mm-hmm. whatever.
5: Interesting.
0: Well, hey, first of all, uh, looking at this <laughs> one, this, this look, looks very like a uh, peach uh, Sobe drink. Remember those Sobe beverages? <laughs> you know, those, you know, strawberry daiquiri fucking, uh, juices that you would get get the grocery store. It kind of has that. It's like, hazy. Yeah.
6: It's sludgy. <laughs> sludgy. <laughs> because yeah. what's, what's at the bottom of that bucket is sludge, you know, all that stuff. And, and, uh, and, and yeah, it's sludgy. I'm not it's, sharing this. It smells I, like alcohol that uh, got
1: slapped with a rhubarb. <laughs>
6: I'm not. I'm not sharing this because I'm proud of it. I'm sharing it because it's an event. It's a, like how <laughs> how many right. how you have you ever had rhubarb jack? Before? It's a journey. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Listen, uh, it's it's uh, very much like yeah. I got that initial wallop of rubbing alcohol, but I mean, it, if it sits for a little while in the glass. It, it's not so bad. It kind of it, it kind of turns into that kind of like cosmopolitan smell. I get some sort it? of sweet sour.
3: I get some sort of sweet sweetness off the yeah. aroma too. There, the fruit,
6: sugar. There is a there is some rhubarb wine over there, which is also gross. But that, <laughs> is, that is
5: and there's more that of is it.
6: Precisely what this used to be.
5: Okay. You're a marketing
2: genius. (laughs) 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 Marketing. It
5: even says that
1: on the bottle. (laughs) Who likes garbage? I got a bunch.
2: (laughs) 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 Cheap. So we'll you make, make this because you don't like it, but because you have a whole ton of rhubarb. Right? And that's you can get saying. drunk off it. And you can just get drunk off it.
0: That's yeah. that's, I like that. that's function. Right.
2: I feel that's probably more like
1: how it really was back
3: ah. yeah. in. The, so it's exactly. rhubarb. It's not
2: that great, but I'll get drunk off it.
3: Yeah. Have
1: you guys eaten just rhubarb stock yep. before? Oh, yeah. You know, just yeah. snap that. My mom shit had a and one in
0: it. her backyard.
1: It's real sour. Yeah. It's got its it's definitely got its own.
5: Funk to it. It's yeah. the original Sour Patch Kids from yeah. my generation. Right? I, can defi- yeah. I can
0: definitely smell but, the chewy strawness that, like, the celeryness of that. Yeah. The, the rhubarb sticks. It, it, it's and the sour celery.
1: It's weird to say that, but, but it, it definitely has a little bit of that rhubarb funk and that sour, mm-hmm. and a lot of little, uh, you know, super yeah. boozy notes behind it. You know? Yeah, it is. Yeah.
0: It's but it's and distilled it. and it's interesting. And I, I don't. <clears throat> The, the the smell is off putting, but the, 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 <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, it doesn't taste. smell like pudding at all. Uh, but the, the, but, but but the it, taste, uh, man, uh, the taste is uh, different.
3: I shut both my eyes and one of
1: Chris's, <laughs> <laughs> which I, is weird.
3: I know the this taste
0: is good for a forty percent spirit,
1: dude. It's got a. It, you think it's forty percent because it comes across a lot boozier.
0: That's oh, it's just, not forty percent. It's not forty. I would say it's 40%. probably thirty. Do you? Hmm. I mean, I it's home That rhubarb it's does... It's really hard to get it up there.
1: That rhubarb keeps knocking on the, the palate. It's it does. Just, it's there for quite a
2: long
0: time. I mean, Marcus doesn't even know what the percentage of alcohol I'm, is. I, I don't... Um...
2: Yeah, no, that's why I was trying to figure out what, what the original gravity and then how much actual water you took out, like your initial volume versus your... So if we go with an average wine oh. of about 12%, and if you took out half of the oh, water more,
6: more than that okay so
2: probably so that's what i'm kind of wondering okay you, this is bad
6: radio here but this bottle here was probably half full and i put in 500 milliliters put in a gallon of water hmm. okay yeah of, that's, of wine.
2: i would say that's probably about 30 hmm. percent i mean that's, that's it's, fair yeah it's I mean you can definitely taste the alcohol, you can smell the heat.
0: I mean it's definitely warm in your belly, but yeah. it's not like hot going down. No,
2: and like you said, it's it's very much so like a like a sherry or of um not a sherry, but um, conia Cognac. Brandy. Brandy. No. Well you know, where you're where you're distilling that that ice distilling um which people don't realize is an actual distillation process of concentrating that alcohol um yeah if you're taking out more than half of the volume in water you are really pumping that up there that's that's good that's at 20 below yeah you know.
5: have you tried <laughs> that freeze a lot of water have you tried mixing this with the uh apple cider you made no, no, mm. I don't want to, I like this idea, I don't want to ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> but if you could make twice as much pretty good stuff. Yeah, that's, you know,
1: yeah, why not? Let's raise the bar on this one a little bit and uh, drop the other one.
2: Delicious. Have you tried adding yeah. lactobacillus yeah, to this?
5: No, medium. I just,
6: I think that uh, I'm, a, I'm a traditionalist. Right. So yeah. just yeast. I'm, I'm lazy. I don't even like to clean things. No. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, so,
5: you're
0: guy. so you're a fucking nasty bastard.
2: Just went that. to a
5: really weird place. Do, do you think I rinsed
2: the rhubarb prior? <laughs> and we fuck no. And we wasted all of these
5: glasses on him. He Straight could have just used dirt. one. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only person in like eighty years today of dysentery is gonna be a <laughs> <laughs> uh, Goddamn trail, He's Oregon immune. trail
0: sucks. He's yeah.
5: immune
2: to
0: it now. Because immune,
5: because usually at home, I just resistance. drink out of the skulls of. He'll be enemies. the last one. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> the skulls
1: of thine enemy. Yeah.
0: yeah, I wish people did that more often. Anyways, what do we, what do we rate this, uh, this this beverage right here? Zero to five. At his rhubarb jack. What do you think? One seven five. Nice. All right, <laughs> you're generous. <laughs> I'll give it a solid two.
1: I'd I'd drink more of it. No one. But I'm a bastard.
0: All right, John and Marin.
5: I, I have no palate, obviously, because I gave that like a two point two five.
0: You got to pour a little bit of that Minnesota Thirteen.
5: As I'm t- as I'm
1: giving you my number, yeah. I think maybe I like rhubarb.
0: Yeah, I do too. I, I like it a lot more.
1: Uh, so two point two five, John and
0: I think yeah.
5: yeah. I'm gonna stay with that. Okay, I'm good with that,
3: Marcus. Oh it's no, a six. It, he
5: made
0: it. He doesn't count. It's a six. <laughs> oh six. Hey, how about, how about the. Uh, from the guy that says it's garbage. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's get uh, from the. I just from, love me some a meat. Garbage six. Let's hear from the back crowd in the peanut gallery. What do you think, real quickly? What do you think, numbers? I
1: could give this a two and a quarter. Really tiny sips. It's nothing wrong with it.
0: Yeah. All right.
6: Thanks. Nothing wrong with it. John? No, I'm going to put that on the label.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing oh, wrong but there's got to be like dots in front of it. There's nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Like
2: false advertising right there.
0: Three. All right, I'm sorry, what was that, John? He said three. The three? Yeah, it. Nice. Three 3.0? Yeah. Three are you drinking right. the right stuff? <laughs> I think
2: so. It's a, it's a cloudy one, right? Yes. I <laughs> don't even know where we are. I'm with him. All right, if somebody
5: all right. hands me that bottle, I'll drink some of it.
0: Uh, I'm going to actually give this one probably... 375.
5: 375.
1: Wow. Right. wow. Just lies to your face. That is. <laughs> the so the average for
3: uh rhubarb Jack is 2.15. Hey I, I, hey, I
0: shit on it, but it's not bad for homemade though. Yeah, yeah that's why I'm saying 375. I shit on it, it, it. You know, it's for me to poop on. But you're basically rating history.
5: Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, this, this was brought to us as an example us like I've been on your show for years. You right, right. brought We're this our guys. Hey guys.
3: <laughs> he brought this to us. Hey best uh, friends. <laughs> hey best
5: friends. <laughs> hey, has he been here the whole time? <laughs> I don't remember this guy. Uh no, it's just it's, you know, it's what they did. <laughs> He's like grab some crap from It's what they had to go through. I don't think he's on the show. (laughs) So if you got some wine or you
6: got some beer that is really gross, just put it outside in a winter night, and then there's less of it.
0: Yeah, and just skim off that ice. It's still gross, but it's less. Yeah. Average? 2.15. Not bad. All right, so the last beverage is the Minnesota 13. Now, Marcus, you brought this up before as well because you said there was something about grain, in Minnesota in particular, that made good whiskey or Minnesota 13, right?
6: So if we're talking about prohibition in Minnesota, Minnesota 13, you got to talk about this. This was world-famous moonshine that was that was uh, uh, popularized here in Minnesota. It, the Minnesota 13 is a, a strain of corn developed by uh, the University of Minnesota for, uh, that is specifically uh, attuned to our climate and our soil, and it also... Apparently makes a fantastic whiskey. I've never had it before, so I'm excited for this. Um, it was grown the the center for Minnesota 13 production was Stearns County, Minnesota, which is you know down by like Saint Cloud. Yep. Where and everybody in Stearns County uh, conspired together to make sure prohibition wasn't enforced. So I'm talking the the sheriff, the the monks at Saint John's Abbey. You know they're are making <laughs> are wake are making moonshine stills for people in their Excellent. shop. Uh, all the farmers. And so it's all a big conspiracy, you know, prohibition didn't happen, um, in Stearns County. And, uh, and then they really exported all this stuff. Apparently Al Capone was a big fan of Minnesota 13. Um, and, uh, it is being made again. The hard thing about making Minnesota 13 now is that it's like an old seed that people don't plant anymore. So I think, is it 11 wells? Yeah. Uh, 11 Wells
0: 11wells.com is, slash spirit slash Minnesota dash 13 dash Minnesota
6: a, barrel age whiskey It's apparently growing this stuff in order to make Minnesota 13 so we can drink what people Aww. used to drink around here and and we were we were grow, we were making the Minnesota 13 here so nice. in our area too uh I'm, I'm looking at uh Oh, in November 25, 19, 1927, uh, 25 gallons of Minnesota 13 that was made in Alliance Township. That's over by Barnesville, mm-hmm. uh, 10 miles north of here. There was a there was a guy, the biggest moonshiner that I know of in this area, his name's John Heffling. He was a farmer up in Georgetown, which is 10 miles north of here. And he, he could crank up 120 gallons a day. Dang. Holy wow. fuck. Woo, that guy Minnesota must have made lots of money.
0: money.
5: Yep.
6: And you went to Leavenworth. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, damn damn. So federal
5: charges. Do big Ouch. crimes, do big time. No. <laughs> well
0: and let's get made, back to this. They he made
3: toilet water whiskey. <laughs> <Yep>.
0: <laughs> well, prison hooch is different. Trust me. Okay. Uh, anyways, 11 wellscom slash Minnesota 13 is Minnesota 13 barrel aged whiskey. Heritage Minnesota 13 corn and other Minnesota grains like rye and spring wheat and barley distilled in small batches. Ah, that's a four grain, huh? Mm-hmm. Barrel aged whiskey goodness. Our own whiskey barrels got a second life by sharing their prior bourbon and rye whiskey with the Minnesota 13. This complexity and depth of flavor come from the prior barrel's generosity. Our barrel-aged Minnesota 13 corn whiskey is a true taste of the Midwest. Never run dry. It's 84 proof.
1: It smells musty <clears throat> at first. A lot, you know. It might be me. Dust dark, <laughs> Dusty, dark corners of a
0: room. I'm musty.
1: But then there's also, you know, you get those regular whiskey barrel flavors or aromas, vanilla, something sweet. Very, yeah, I, get lot that, uh, I get a little rye spiciness and
0: yeah, I get like that vegetal rye, followed by that really nice corn sweetness. Vanilla j- is just nice and complex throughout on the nose.
3: Musty vanilla was
1: my rapper name in the early 90s. <laughs> Dude, uh, your first record was dope, and I can't yeah. believe you didn't make it.
5: <laughs> I think you got a round <laughs> of <to> Og there. <laughs> There we go. Do you guys do uh, water drops at all? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I was just going to ask that. We can if you'd like. I very much would.
0: All right, we have our, our droplets here. You uh, know, my first
5: impression we of like got some decent just, water right there behind my you. first sniff is- You get a glass right here? This is what you- That's ketchup. Like whiskey. This is whiskey, whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no-
3: So this must not be at least 50%- Corn to nope. be called a bourbon? So
1: 51. I don't think that has anything to do with it. I don't know. It, it doesn't say what the recipe is, but I know for a fact bourbon. it said that bourbon. the barrels are second life. Yeah. Right? So they're pre-used barrels. So that okay. automatically
0: <laughs> disqualifies it from, from being, being bourbon. bourbon. Because okay.
2: ah. okay.
0: yeah. so, it's got to be first use yep. virgin,
2: virgin barrels. Yep.
0: So
1: yeah. being that they call yeah. it a yeah. corn whiskey, I'm sure it's over 50% corn or 51% corn, so it probably could qualify as a bourbon had they um you put it in up. new okay. oak barrels. Thank thank you for that. Excellent. I love education.
3: Right. And we're
0: dropping taste now the taste now. And we're dropping water in this. <sighs> oh, so we yeah, had the wow. we had the flavor earlier. Ooh, well and you actually, guys are dropping water in right. it. This is my first flavor. Now yeah this is very corn. This yeah. is very Midwest grain. It's got some of that vegetal um, lots of corn. Yep. Yeah. It's got some of that vegetal background to it. Uh, it's kinda kind of hot, kind of. I don't Got a lot of heat in the belly. That's, that's not warm. so much in the it's, esophagus, It's in the
2: belly where it's it sits. in and around my mouth.
0: So, okay.
2: I'm, it's warm there. I don't get a lot of heat.
0: But a little I mean, bit. What, is, what does the bottle say for the ABV? Forty-three or forty-two?
2: 40,
5: forty-two. All right, <clears throat> that's a good. It, it does kind of sipping whiskey. Yeah. yeah, but it's
0: like it, very it ends locally on that made. Hot
1: note, kind of. I think yeah, this uh, make dog. a good cocktail. I mean, yeah, yeah, great for just sitting and sipping as well. Watching, you know, you guys can have your plum wine. I'd rather have this while I sit and watch the world go by. Yeah, no,
5: this is this is fantastic. I and one of my favorite things to do with this or even a bourbon is just take a sip of this, Mm -hmm. take a nice sip of some cool lemonade. Mm -hmm. Just gets you that sweetness and tartness. Some ginger ale. Ale, Some that what good. that
0: you can't talk in a microphone for? Sweetness yeah. and tartness. Yeah, that's good Good notes, too. Is uh, that your
1: guys' this comedy duo that you do in
5: Vaudeville? Sweetness, tartness? <laughs> yes. No,
0: wait, it's the other way around.
5: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah right. which, uh, which doesn't play on a podcast at all. I'm the tardy
0: <laughs> one. <laughs> which, which other
5: way? What? Visual what comedy does
0: not work, no. <laughs>
5: okay. Is one of them a dog?
0: <laughs> uh, I always want to do a lot of
1: sleight of hand magic for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Is this your card?
0: <laughs> oh, it is. Yay. <laughs> One thing I do got to say, though, this just kind of reminds me of, like, the Minnesota, North Dakota way of making whiskey, where it's kind of got that vegetal taste. It needs to be aged a bit more, I think.
1: I don't know. I don't I, even know what I, the I age like statement it. is on I it. mean,
0: but with, with, like, the proof and this, I think another, you know, age this stuff eight years. Just let it sit. And We've, relax. I might We've not hardly be been here making for that.
6: whiskey around here in, for eight years.
0: <laughs> <That's the> problem. <laughs> but, but I mean, it's just I'm impatient. Yeah, right. It's, it's it's almost too grainy. It isn't allowed to sit and and uh, really oil up and get that good, nice mellow flavors. Uh, does it as say much what I would like for whiskeys?
2: Does it say what kind of barrels are being reused? A uh, second use rye and bourbon. Oh, it was rye yeah. and bourbon? Yep.
0: Sharing their prior bourbon and rye. Yeah, right there. Oh, there
4: it is.
6: Okay. And what they, what a lot of these uh, moonshiners were using back then was, uh, rather than oak barrels, was um, like a a metal cow, like milk cans. Oh, the stainless steel Mm -hmm. containers. That would be not good. Oh, not that good. would be awful! Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, hand. good.
1: There's got a good tininess to it. <laughs> yeah. So there's
0: going to be absolutely no rough flavors, I really or like caramel the... or vanilla, which is what right. you like right. from I've never whiskey heard of it at all. Then you're to whiskey. Then you
1: just getting fucking <laughs> grain and alcohol. That shit yep. would burn a lot more. This oh. is a definitely not a crude version of it. This is a a much yeah a much better version. These people
5: lived in clapboard houses and and sod houses this mm-hmm. would have been fine whiskey <laughs> <laughs>
6: probably a lot better than some of the uh, other shit they were getting <laughs> right exactly. black markets are not good for quality yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, um <laughs> right. and the, john heffling the the, the guy I told you making 120 gallons a day up in georgetown uh when he was arrested he also had a he was arrested with um a whole bunch of like, like car like it was white light a lot of it what he was had was, was white lightning moonshine that was that he put caramel coloring in. <laughs> uh,
2: um, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whiskey. Yeah. Not even a burnt stave dropped in. It was just caramel caramel. Caramel colouring. Coloring. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. So it's like uh, you know, we got white dog up here somewhere probably. <laughs> yeah, I saw that yeah, white did, dog up here. It's up there. The Buffalo Trace White Dog. Because of yep, course your, your,
0: your
1: coloring and a lot of your flavors are coming from that barrel. So um, yeah, if they're if it's just white dog, we tried it, you should check out that episode, but yeah, garbage. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, with, yeah. With, with such a refined palate as mine,
5: um, we should add that to the Budweiser uh, Zero and see yeah. what happens.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh my god, yeah. oh god uh, That might be more accurate. Yeah. yeah, that'd be more accurate. So, you know, just
5: like
6: I think, just like dentistry, <laughs> is, you know, alcohol is a lot better now than it was
1: hundred years ago. <laughs> <laughs> <Dentistry>. <laughs>
6: <laughs> alcohol and dentistry, what do they have in common? Well,
1: let me tell
5: you. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure uh, what was his name that was uh, making the alcohol north of us here? Uh, Don Heffling. Yeah, I'm sure Don Heffling would not understand that we're having a podcast about his, <laughs> his style of distilling right. 100 years later. He's like, I uh, uh you're rating it? Did yeah. you get drunk? He's like a it."
1: There's one rating. Right.
0: He's
5: like You have guy. it. Yeah. You can drink it. Do you well, rating, rating me or rating me? Well, <laughs> well hey, let's, let's, rating? It.
0: let's rate Reveners. this guy. Let's rate this in, guys. Uh, let's rate this Minnesota 13. What do you think about this, uh, this nice whiskey here? So With zero Minnesota to, 13 grain. So on a zero
1: to five. Zero uh, to five scale. I'm going to go, this is a solid three and a quarter.
2: I like
0: it. All right. Don, Kenny, what do you I, think?
2: I don't. I'm going with a 2.5. All right. John?
5: I'm a bourbon guy, as you know, mm-hmm. and but I'm also a whiskey guy. I like a good sipping whiskey. I'll give this 3.75 as well. Uh, I'd, right. sit, I'd sit around and sip this for a while. Why Marcus? would yeah. Until I fell off that stump.
0: Right. <laughs> then, we, then
5: it's time for a corpse reviver.
0: That's right. <laughs> We're all prepared. Oh, there he gets one today. All right. Uh, Marcus, what do you think?
6: Well, as excited as I was to try this, I hate whiskey, but uh <laughs> taking that into effect, well, I think this coming. is one of the better whiskeys I've had. So I'll I'll say a three. And uh That's but honest. I will be uh sitting on that porch with some rhubarb jack.
5: There we go.
0: <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um yep. um yeah, three. You give it a three? Yeah.
5: Yeah.
0: i give it a three. That's fair.
1: I feel like things would age uh, masterfully here because of the temperature swings. Yeah, oh, this yeah. goddamn bipolar weather that we deal with all the time—hot mm-hmm. and cold all the time.
5: Look what it's done to us. I would <laughs> love, to, <Yeah>. I <laughs> would love to take a I'm,
1: fucking I'm barrel bitter of and oaky flavored myself. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm>,
3: <laughs> actually, I'm 22. Chris That's has not so. aged well because yeah, he's like oh he's like 24. <laughs> I look like a half a million dollars
1: today.
0: I want to. <laughs> I want to <laughs> buy a barrel of Eh Taylor. Uh, in a certain recipe and then just like let it sit here for okay. four years yeah
1: that's what Where's the it? that's what the fucking white dog is in that barrel you have sitting right there you actually have everything you need
5: to do to do that you're aging a little micro barrel over here no we are gone aging be the barrel because we've had it for
3: three years <laughs> <laughs> we just don't have anything in, in I, it yet
5: you're doing yeah. it wrong <laughs> yeah
3: alright um, well, anybody want a science project Don you want a science project Get Uh, some white dog and put it in the barrel and watch it for us for a couple years? I've I've done it.
2: Yeah, it's easy.
3: Okay, so I gave uh, Minnesota 13 a 3.25. So the average is 3.125.
0: So what's yes, the winner for the day? I don't know. Out of gets. all of these beverages, <laughs> uh,
1: we are
6: mess.
3: Yeah,
0: we are <laughs> Learned a lot. And
6: got a little buzzed up. Yeah. Fuck. And we also taste some terrible things.
1: I feel like uh, I feel like our listeners are the big winners today. Right. Yeah.
2: yeah. I feel I feel like the the prohibition styles that we've we're getting a little bit of a uh, understanding what they had to go through when you couldn't have alcohol at the store or at the bar. This is what people had to do. This is what they had to deal with for thirteen years federally. Plus, what did you say, North Dakota was eighteen? They had to come over a- to a basement and talk yeah, about it. I mean,
4: absolutely,
6: yeah. <laughs> absolutely. We're getting a
2: very good firsthand. I feel so oppressed. This is real. Yeah. I mean, I don't I feel oppressed as well. There, if somebody was making really good stuff, I think the word would have gotten out to a bunch of people. This guy's got some really good stuff, which is probably why the one guy went to Leavenworth. Oh, hey, I got an example
6: of that. Okay, so what the what uh, Dilworth was doing with uh, the grape, the grape, uh, a boxcar full of grape, uh, and then making he it, it brandy, into wine. right? The 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 Italian community up at all, all the miners up in the Minnesota's iron range, like Virginia, Minnesota. There was a guy up there who Was the best at making wine. The guy's name was Cesar Mondavi. His son, Robert Mondavi, huh. oh. is the reason that we know what that, that we think of the Napa Valley. He moves out to California. Wine, California wine. Wait, born, he's from
2: Minnesota. Born, from here?
6: Robert Mondavi, born 1913, Virginia, Minnesota.
2: Good oh, Christ.
5: Christ. I love wow. Robert Mondavi. Napa Valley yep. fucking wine. We do yep. good things. Boom. Yep. We just do it other places.
1: Isn't Robert Mondavi the reason that, like, uh, but isn't Robert Mondavi the reason right Napa Valley got big because he entered his wine into competitions to take down the French? Like French always yeah. had the best. And, wines. and right? he was
6: really uh, promoted by the when America starts having a wine industry back in you know. like all of a sudden this like mining kid from Virginia Minnesota like President Lyndon Johnson is saying hey buy a suit I'm I'm going to introduce you to the prime minister of Italy at this, at this uh, at this <laughs> at this special dinner at, at the White House so holy so shit oh, I
5: bet that went over great it did. <laughs> Uh,
6: I mean, he's. We're gonna step he's still by around. the wine from <laughs> yeah. you because kid is he here. dead? <laughs> I assume he's dead. Yeah, no, he's the alive. wine is the wine's <laughs> the still wine, around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he did pretty well for himself. Did all right. Yep. Fucking
0: napa Valley. That's cool.
1: I learned more than seven things today. Yeah, <laughs> that's Try a to remember them, though.
0: So fucking North Dakota oh, and Minnesota I, aren't so back. shabby when it comes to making things alcoholic, you know, in this world. Well, they made me alcoholic.
4: <laughs> <laughs> not too shit. I did that to <laughs> myself.
6: <laughs> that was a good one. They should do a sound effect. Oh,
4: we should do, we one should one of the do a sound effect. Yeah, yeah, okay,
0: okay, okay, or seven. I am. I'm, 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 yes. I am. Yes. Oh. We'll totally. get it in post. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm getting that T-shirt, by the way. Uh, hey, <laughs> so we want to thank our listeners. I do we we got a winner for the day. Let's get a top uh,
3: top three. Let's just go down. We had the corpse. Uh, Reviver 1 at 2875, number 2 at 3.916, Spike Malt at 254. Which are different scales. Right. So that's why it's kind of hard. Okay. We keep going. Uh, The Homebrew (laughs) Malt Extract Beer at 4.916.
0: Boom. Nice job, John Anderson.
3: The Cider at Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 4.55. The Rhubarb Jack at... Two point one five. The homemade wine by Four E was four point two. Nice, that's not a which five. I don't know. I don't think we actually gave that. It was, yeah, it's four twenty. And then the uh, Minnesota <laughs> nice. thirteen at three point one two five. Hmm. So a different scale.
0: Yeah. We were so all over. what the place. do you think? Uh, the high, the two highest scores with the four point one from Four E, right? He
3: said them yeah. all out loud. Probably the homebrew, uh, the cider, uh, the Four E wine.
2: Yeah, there we go. That's because the home brewer Incredible. was Incredible. Yeah. He was here to see it, so he can't, like... Yeah, I was like, going to shit there's on there's, him. A, there's, a, there's, a very there's a whole other <laughs> episode as soon as everybody he leaves. He is also yeah. so right. much bigger than me. If I
1: would have said <laughs> fucking negative three, I'd have got the shit kicked out of me. And I, <laughs> I haven't done like, that yet. Not yeah. on a Sunday. Nice. Uh, uh, the,
6: the guys that made things are very large in, <laughs> in this room. I, I Marcus on uh, Tuesdays.
0: Thank you for coming on our show today, Marcus uh, Krieger. Do you have a website, or uh, where can people get a hold of you and learn more about oh, the history stuff here in Minnesota, North Dakota? Well,
6: we—I'm just—we're just always at the Historical Society over at the Yumcum Center in Moorhead. Uh, the the first Monday, yep, yeah, HCSCCOnline.org, and uh, we we're at the uh, first Monday of the month at six o'clock, except for the summer. We I'm um, at Junkyard Brewing Company, talking about local alcohol history,
0: and that's or, how I knew about you.
3: Yeah, yeah, nice job, yeah. by the way. Yeah, we went. That was pretty interesting. Yeah. This uh, always, coming up next those.
6: two months, I'm do, talking about some yeah. paranormal stuff. We got a we got an Ooh. X file in the archives. I'm talking Ooh. about some Sasquatches and oh, some oh uh, you just Sasquatch. Dogs, some circus and elephants and some what yeah <clears throat>
1: the some Virgus Sasquatch
0: yeah <laughs> on the next episode of Marcus Krieger Chunky
1: Brew it's Krieger <Yeah>.
0: Krieger
5: Jesus <laughs> oh, I was fucking up anyways. Well, there goes that promo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can do it again. I swear. Fuck. Uh, just lost anyways, yourself a sponsor. I
0: was just right? going to say, know. if we, we keep trying
6: hard enough, we're going to lose a sponsor. Yeah, no, I don't got any money.
0: Uh, anyways, I
6: work uh, for a nonprofit.
5: That's
0: right. But they, uh, and the nonprofit work. again. That, do the, what? What's the website? The H- nonprofit. Uh,
6: Hcscconline.org, and uh, come to the Amcom Center if you live around here, or if you don't live around here, get in a car, drive here. And you it's got a Viking boat? ship like the boat show. so you on ship fa- and a viking church.
0: So you're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. Uh, what do you what yeah, are you on for social yeah,
6: media? we are. I'm not I'm not really personally, but okay. I'm a I'm but a I'm I'm a big supporter
0: man.
5: of social media <laughs> yeah. though. I believe <laughs> in it. I'm not. I know it exists. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen it from afar. <laughs> I've heard <Yeah>. of it. <laughs>
0: all right, excellent. Uh All right. How are you
3: doing? Oh, and you guys also like sponsor um, a podcast, right? This
1: one, oh, they're right. already listening to that, so it's really weird to promote yourself. While uh, I Jesus. always, I always promote myself. Do
0: you have any other podcast they like to promote that you are also a part of as well?
5: Uh, no, okay. just brews. Booze and reviews. That's the just one whatever we your guys' name yeah. is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me. Can you make on, the logo
5: bigger so I can see it yeah. and read it correctly? No, it's. Uh, we're really we're proud to to support you guys until you say something stupid. And then we're gonna pull that sponsorship like <laughs>
1: You're <be> faster. <laughs> that was halfway through episode one. So check us out at Beer, Liquor, and Ratings.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and, and we love the we love the, Budweiser the folks sponsors over here, us. Too, across the river from us. Yeah. The the, the Yamkamst, oh, yeah, thank you, fantastic. Oh, and, the, and, and I love the society. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it goes. See, like, all this love going synergy. back and forth. Symbiotic synergy. They've got. They're synergy. holding our, our uh, Viking ship hostage, so we go over and
6: visit it regularly. There's no, uh, there, we don't have, the, have any other place to doesn't put doesn't put it. Doesn't fit out the door anymore. It's I'd
5: love better.
1: to run that down the red and pillage everybody on the froth courses. Frolf courses. <laughs> <laughs> frolf <laughs> courses.
5: <laughs> now
0: I think we've got something. <laughs>
2: That's right. Now
0: we got a mission. Yes. How about you, Don? Thanks for coming on the show. Got anything to promote?
2: Ah, uh, no, no. All Moving right. on. Oh. No, well, I uh, so don't I actually, have that tocky no, thing. No, I actually deleted doing? a lot of my social network over the last uh few months. Oh, so, so I, you I'm actually not watched on it, huh? No, uh, I still have TikTok, but it's more of just like messing around. You, with you my, checking my, out my, your? Uh, no, I'd make sure her temperature on your phone. I I. I do that yeah i'm part of rec tech mafia so yeah i do still do the smoking of of meats and and uh things like that but no okay I'm, but I'm, I'm not doing i'm not doing social media much i do a little bit of facebook and watch my kids do their tiktok stuff make sure it's cool and
0: safe and uh but yeah all right I, well thank you thank you, for, thank you for being on the show how about you john let's get you on the microphone here real quick john we got to promote anything?
4: I have nothing. Uh, oh, I'm good not. thing we gave him a mic. Thanks I, for coming. I'm glad you put me on the mic because I can tell you I have nothing. I'm you not got really nothing. on social Great. media. How,
0: how about this guy over here, Jacob Cooper, What do you got?
1: I'm going to retweet what John said. I have nothing.
4: Oh, he's got... It's, done. On.
1: It's, it's,
3: it's 17 jobs. He's done it three one, times today, I know, and it I shuts down I, every
1: time, and he's like, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe this time's different. I'll figure it out. I'll figure what it out. What does the all What's,
3: button
0: mean? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> What's the definition of insanity? I don't know why it's doing that. I'll figure it out. But the next time we record, I'll figure it out. But anyways, uh, but yes, uh, so anything else that you got to promote? Obviously, Chris. Chris has got some squiggly giggly-o on TikTok. Uh, I guess
1: I don't talk in my sleep as much anymore, so uh, no new content is up. But squiggly giggly-o on TikTok is my girlfriend's uh, a TikTok, and yeah. Uh, you can watch me sleep talk, and it's ridiculous. Is it it's any funny. better than watching you wake talk? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, 12, it's 12 times funnier. <laughs> Minimum. All right.
5: I want to How do an episode you? with him sleep talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: pretty entertaining. How about you, Big Aaron? Where can people find you?
3: in the bathroom pretty soon. I got to peek. <laughs> and at that, across the street. Everybody. Across street.
0: All right, we want to thank our sponsors uh, for supporting the show. We want to thank you listeners about whom this podcast can happen. And to you, we say,
2: may, may your, your glasses be full and your, your spirits
0: high. high. Cheers. Oh, that was
3: pretty good.
2: Wow.
0: That was a uh, good one. Uh, I think uh, I, I, I just like lost my job. Shatter. Oh, fuck. Uh, you oh, you fucking oh, yeah, sold. <laughs>
1: That's what's up. I'm Chimey.
0: This has been a Predicate Productions episode of Brews, Booze, and Reviews. For more information, head over to BrewsBoozeandReviews.com. Special thanks to our sponsors for supporting our podcast. You, too, can support our show by supporting them. We have merch for sale that you can purchase from our Shops tab on Facebook. We also have extra content that you can access by going to Patreon.com slash Brews, Booze, and Reviews.